Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Drinking Alcohol. Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry for what you have. Father, we know that your word is a living thing. And Father, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we come ready to receive today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about drinking alcohol. I'm going to start out with a question today. Have you ever seen anything good come out of drinking alcohol? I can already hear some folks saying, yes, as this happened and that happened one time. But think about it. If you were raised by good people, you were taught some basic concepts of being nice and doing good things for others, right? So those principles are still in you, even if you were drinking alcohol, right? It wasn't the alcohol that made you do something nice. It was your upbringing. In that same way, I'm sure people have done nice things to others while doing other drugs like cocaine or heroin or any other drug. In fact, I bet many people that were under the influence of drugs or alcohol might have done something nice for someone just before they took off to drive and ended up killing someone crashing on the highway. Have you ever noticed that we, in our flesh, like to justify things that we do, no matter what it may be, good or bad? We want to be accepted. But what if we all put our opinions down, what the news media thinks, what our friends think, and just all said, I'm going to only go by what God said. In fact, as we grow stronger and stronger as a Christian, that is exactly what we should do. We put down our flesh and yield to our spirit man who listens to God. Let's start today in Genesis 19, verses 32 through 37 in the Amplified. Come, let us make our father drunk with wine, and we will lie with him so that we may preserve our family through our father. So they gave their father wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he did not know when she lay down or when she got up, because he was completely intoxicated. The next day the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay with my father last night. Let us make him drunk with wine tonight also, and then you go in and lie with him, so that we may preserve our family through our father. 35. So they gave their father wine that night also, and the younger got up and lay with him, and again he did not know when she lay down or when she got up. Thus both the daughters of Lot conceived by their father. 37. The firstborn gave birth to a son and named him Moab from father. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. Folks, one of the things I would encourage you to study someday is wine or alcohol in the Old Testament. You see, there were different types of wine, and only one was alcoholic. They also didn't have distillation back in those days, so the alcohol was dilute. But in this case, with Lot and his two daughters, this was clearly alcoholic wine. And if this event doesn't make someone think about the evils of alcohol, there is probably nothing I can say to a person that is that set on alcohol, and probably nothing even God could say to them. That brings me to another thought. You hear many people say that they can drink and be moderate. Hmm. 
How many people have stopped drinking every time in their life before they ever even had a slight buzz? Probably almost no one. And when our mind is altered, we can make very poor decisions. It is like saying I can stop drinking in time nine out of ten times. Hmm. Does anyone like those odds playing Russian roulette? That again brings me to the question of, have you ever seen anything good come out of drinking alcohol? I haven't. So if we are a serious Christian, why would we do it? Does it seem like some Christians get baptized for the permission to sin instead of the remission of sin? Some would say, it's not a big deal. But sin is a big deal to God. Now we know that Revelation chapter 3 says, Lukewarm people are not going to heaven. None of us want to choose a lukewarm walk with God. Ephesians 5.18 in the Amplified. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, or stupidity. But be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. My friends, this scripture is pretty plain. Do not get drunk with alcohol, for it is wickedness, corruption, and stupidity. But instead, we are to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Here is another thought. How do you know that your definition of drunk or my definition is the same as God's? What if God's definition of drunk is before we can even tell that we have a slight buzz? Why would we want to tempt God and walk on the edge of sin? Again, I've never seen anything good come out of alcohol. But I've seen plenty of bad. Families killed by drunk drivers. Marriages destroyed because of alcohol. Teenagers' lives ruined because of alcohol. And the list goes on and on. In fact, one of my very close family relatives drank himself to death as a young man. I would respectfully say to you that nothing, I mean nothing, good comes out of alcohol. Acts 2 from the Amplified Bible, the day of Pentecost, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Two, and suddenly a sound came from heaven like a rushing violent wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Three, there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were being distributed among them, and they rested on each one of them as each person received the Holy Spirit. For and they were all filled, that is, diffused throughout their being with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, different languages, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. Verse 13, But others were laughing and joking and ridiculing them, saying, They are full of sweet wine and they are drunk. Folks, when they were baptized in the Holy Ghost and praying in the Holy Ghost, the people around them thought they were drunk on alcohol, but instead they were drunk with the joy of the Lord, and it does not produce a headache the next day. Here are a couple more questions. Do you want your airplane pilot drinking before he flies your family on an airplane? Or your doctor drunk before your surgery? Or your kid's bus driver drunk when he gets to your house. Sounds kind of silly, doesn't it? But if alcohol is not so bad, why not allow these things? 
Proverbs 20, verse 1 in the Amplified. Wine is a mocker, strong drink, a righteous brawler, and whoever is intoxicated by it is not wise. Proverbs 20, verse 1 in the easy-to-read Bible. Wine and beer make people lose control. They get loud and stumble around, and that is foolish. My friends, wine and beer make people lose control and act foolishly. Does that sound like something we should do as a Christian? No, we are called to be a bright light to the world, not to hang around in darkness and be darkness. Now, Proverbs 20, verse 1 in the Living Bible. Wine gives false courage. Hard liquor leads to brawls. What fools men are to let it master them, making them reel drunkenly down the street. Folks, let's choose not to be that fool and even allow us to even get close to that point. Just like we teach our children to just say no to drugs, we should all just say no to alcohol. But never forget, God's mercies are new every day. If you've had a problem in this area, just repent and be bathed in the precious blood and press ahead in holy living, praise God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you speak to all of us through this message. Those of us that avoid alcohol, to continue to be strong, not to be influenced by this world that grows more every day in perversion and sin, but to stay strong and to live clean and holy until the very last days, Lord. We thank you for helping us. Those that have had a problem, Father, that you spoke to through this message, I pray, Father, they turn away from this wickedness, Father, and live their life without any crutch, Father, including alcohol. Thank you for helping them. Thank you that they're bathed in your love. I curse the blinders from their eyes, and thank you, Father, for helping them. We love you, Lord, and praise you in the very precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.